Everybody, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith Show. Happy Monday. This is your local self-love advocate, Lily, or She Got Faith, whatever you want to call me. I hope that you have had a phenomenal day, y'all. So it is the end of January. And can y'all believe like I can't believe that it's here, but January also felt like the longest month ever. Like, so I hope your January has been full of just, I don't know, like revelations. I hope you have been very intentional with your time. And, you know, I'm really hoping for you a stronger and long lasting good positivity feeling i i'm hoping that 2022 is the year where we kind of overcome all the negative that has happened and push forward to like everything that we actually want to manifest and things that we've prayed for and things that we just need to happen to get ourselves on that right track i have been talking to a lot of people and everybody has really feels like this is the year of change. This is the year of like, it's going to happen. And I firmly believe that. I feel that way too. And I believe it for everybody that has said it because I do feel like in the world that we live in, it is time that we get that because a lot of us have just been in a lot of pain. We've experienced a lot of grief. We've experienced a lot of um, just hurt and pain, trial and tribulation. So I'm believing that this year is is really our year, but I want it to be the year that we're intentional, which I've actually started doing what I call intention sessions. We had our first one um, yesterday, and I am super excited. It's going to be an ongoing thing. And basically with these intention sessions, what we are doing is instead of doing New Year's resolutions, instead of doing vision boards, we are breaking down our goals to literally step by step and we're creating an accountability. I will put the link in the show notes and I'll put the flyer and everything so you all can see it. Um, and hopefully you will join us on our next meeting. Okay. So yes, let's get to the point of the Healing She Got Faith show. I am here every Monday at 3 p.m. Central, only on Total Entertainment Radio. So make sure that you put it in your calendars so that you never miss a show. So I have chosen two cards from the Dream Cards deck, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. The first time I used these, I believe, is when I had L.R. Wilson on here as our first guest. So if you're on YouTube, you can. these are what they look like. So, and what's so special about these cards today is the two cards I picked are in blue and purple. And if you know anything about me, blue and purple are very significant um, in my life. Purple represents my mom because that was her favorite color. Blue represents my dad because that was his favorite color. And so today I picked really two good cards and then they just so happen to be blue and purple. If you have purchased my book, if you want to purchase it, healingshegotfaith.org slash shop. Um, my book is also blue and purple to represent my parents. So first card says, don't try to control things. It will take you further away from your inner wisdom. Calm down and listen to your heart. Your subconscious is always working towards your best interest. Card number two, close your eyes and think about your dream being alive and real. How do you feel? Cherish this feeling and keep it as your compass. Follow it. So these are so good because this week I have been meeting with people in my circle who are really just trying to do better holistically mentally physically emotionally spiritually and people are really just trying to move forward in their life which rightfully so so with the first card it says don't try to control things um it will take you further away from your inner wisdom and i think that is something i am learning now like what i don't have control over i just don't have control over it there is nothing more or less that i can do now i can be honest and speak on it 
But like, if I don't have any control of it, like there's literally no reason for me to be upset. And there's no reason for me to like be so angry that I'm trying to really figure out like, why isn't this working? Like take a breath, take a step back. Because ultimately we all have wisdom within us. It says, calm down and listen to your heart. Um, you know, definitely calm down. Sometimes our heart be having us messed up, but I think ultimately you just have to check your heart. Like, what are the intentions? Which, oh, come to the intention session. Um, you know, and I think ultimately we just have to really focus on what it is that we want and what it is that we're working on. Like, we have our best interests at heart, right? So we have to make sure that we're very intentional with that. So card number two, close your eyes and think about your dream, being alive and being real. How do you feel? Cherish this feeling and keep it as your compass and follow it. Being alive and real, y'all, like that is so deep for me right now. That is one of the deepest things that I'm really focusing on and struggling with because one of the things, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, like, when you read, when you look at other authors, when you look at social media, when you look listen to other podcasts, when you listen to other radio shows, like it can be one of those things where like everybody just seems perfect. Like it never rains on their Instagram. It never looks sad. Their visuals are perfect, right? Because that's what they're showing us. And for me, because I was one of those people that like, if you seem too perfect, I really couldn't get with you because like, I know I'm not perfect. And even now, like when I look at people, I get very intimidated. Now, let me be completely honest. That is an insecurity within myself that I'm working on through therapy, through some self-work, through reading, right? So when I say that, I want you to hear that from a lens of someone who knows her insecurities and is working towards that, Right. One of the things that I have to work on is comparing myself to others because there is, there are people, there are things that I look at and I get so intimidated by because everything looks so perfect. Is that true? Is that the reality? Nine out of 10 times, no. But I cannot control that as well as for me, it is important for me to be alive and to be real. And so the next thing says, how do you feel? And so for me, some days I feel really, really good. Other days I feel confused and like I have no idea what the heck is happening. You have to be honest with yourself and how you feel in a situation. You have to check yourself to really figure out like, why is it that you feel the way you feel? What is it that is bothering you? And what is it that has you questioning everything that you're doing. That's where the key comes in. And the only way we can be real with other people is if we're real with ourselves. You you with me? You working with me? So think about what it is that you want. Like, who are you as a person? Who do you want to be as a person? What are you striving to be? What are you being intentional about? Okay. So these cards definitely resonated with me. And definitely if the people that I've met with this last week, if they hear this episode, like, yeah, right on point. I have literally been picking cards every day this week and sending it to my closest friends because these cards have been coming for me. And it's just like, wait, wait, wait. So I hope you take well to that. I will definitely put... um put the information in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. Now let's get to episode 12. I cannot believe we're 12 episodes in. So we are starting a new series. This is going to be based off of chapter seven in my book. Um, When you have a calling, you will be tested. So my chapter seven in my book, oh, you will be attacked. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> like I didn't write this book. Um, so chapter seven, when you have a calling, you will be attacked. It's really about my love life and or my lack of love life. Okay, because honestly, I can't really say that I've had a love life, but it could just be me downplaying. And one of the reasons why I wanted to speak on this chapter for this series. So this is going to be our third series, which is crazy to me. Third series, 12 episodes. Come on now. 
Um, come on, author and radio host. <laughs> Gotta hype yourself up. So this is so important for me because when we're entering love month and we're entering a month where a lot of people feel some kind of way because they're single, because their relationship didn't work out right now. We're seeing a high rate of divorce. And so you might be going through that. You might be wondering, like, why this, why hasn't it worked out for you? And in this chapter, I talk a lot about that, how from a young age, I've always just wanted love. I just wanted to be that wife. I wanted to be everything. And yesterday I was on Facebook and I read a status that was like, you know, are you content with being single for the rest of your life? And my response was, is being single going to kill me? No. But do I want my man? Yes. Like, where are you? Come here. <laughs> so, and you know, that's just me being honest. Like, being single is not the worst thing. Like, I thoroughly enjoy my time. I thoroughly enjoy who I am. And I'm very content with who I am as a woman and things of that nature. I'm also doing a lot of inner work before I get into a relationship because I do think the first relationship that I get into since I've started this healing journey and since my last relationship is going to take a lot of work because there are a lot of scars that I am dealing with. I also wanted to speak about how love doesn't always have to be romantic. It doesn't always have to be relationship wise. We tend to love our jobs. We tend to love our parents. You know, there are different types of love. And I wanted to speak on that as well. Like, it's not always romantic. And not all people are fantasizing about a romantic love. And I think that is very important to address because when we speak on love, we can't always assume it's in a romantic way. Um, I have a podcast with my best friend. It's called The Side Note Podcast. You can check it out on any podcast platform and we just spoke on an episode um titled thoughts on love languages and healthy relationships because we as people have to go back to being honest and the love languages help us to really understand how you can communicate with us and so that's something that I know for me I didn't really grow up knowing like I didn't really know the boundary aspect I didn't know what a healthy relationship looked like I didn't know a love language so for this episode I want us to transition into series three when you have a calling you will be attacked and I want to start talking about love so this is the last day of January or last two days of January um and all of February, um, we'll probably be having a lot of guests and we'll have uh, we'll discuss just different types of love that our guests have had, as well as we will be celebrating Black History Month and um, bringing in local black businesses so we can support our local communities and these smaller businesses because um, we definitely want to make sure that we are supporting and building up our community. So when we come back, y'all, we are going to dive deep into my lack of love life. And I hope y'all are ready, honey, because it is a story to tell. Welcome back. So in chapter seven of Everyone Has a Story, um, I start off by telling how I was pretty much always confident um, actually, no, I'm lying. Um, so the very first sentence in everyone has a story is I've never felt like the prettiest girl. Although growing up, I was always pretty confident up until middle school. And even to this day, that is so very true. I've never felt like the Beyonce of the group. I've never, I've always kind of felt like how people kind of compare like Michelle and Destiny's Child. Like I've kind of always felt like the Michelle out of all the groups. And I say that like not saying that Michelle's like ugly or that Michelle isn't talented. Like I definitely think that she needs to get the credit that she's worth because she's definitely a value, a valuable person in Destiny's Child. But typically speaking, like 
people always just looked up to Beyonce and then Kelly and then Michelle would be next. And I've always felt like I was the person, like I was cool and you knew I was around, but like I wasn't the first choice. I wasn't the top choice. And you probably really didn't even remember me, honestly. And so one of the quotes in this chapter says, I do not know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And that was so deep because as I went through my dating life, I started to realize I was attracting men and even, and like I said, it's more than just a romantic love, but friends, supervisors, co-workers that I that didn't feed my soul. They really didn't do much for me. It was always me constantly giving and giving and giving, which y'all, let me tell y'all, I am in therapy talking excuse me, talking about this currently. And even my therapist, like from day one, you've always just given and given and given. And now you're at a point in life where you are depleted, which is hard to be at that point because I've always thought that's what you were supposed to do in life. You were supposed to give and give and be there and all that type of stuff. So realizing the reason why you're depleted is because you are who you are. <laughs> so um, going back to I've just never felt like the person that really was first choice. I've never felt like the priority. I've never felt like the go-to person to call. Like I've just never felt like that person. And so in this chapter, I just go through different stories about like how certain men were embarrassed with me. So they never really like told, like told anybody about me. I, um, I always felt like when I started dating, I was like attacked spiritually, uh, emotionally. I always felt like I was dating these men who really didn't pour into me. And then when I finally have a first real date, like in my late 20s, um, the guy's father ends up being murdered like the, the same night. So here I am being associated with grief again. And it, it was just tiring. I was just very tired. And at the time, like this was a relationship that I had been in before and we were kind of like reacquainting things. And when that happened, while I felt bad that he was going through that, I was tired. Like, really? Like, so I can't even enjoy you as the person I'm dating. Now I'm going to have to be here as the person that's going to help you grieve. When really the relationship never ended because of me. It ended because of you. You weren't faithful. You weren't honest. And here I am trying to give you a second chance. And boom, like now your father. And so... While that part really didn't have nothing to do with him, it had everything to do with my inner work, I did hold some type of animosity towards him because at the end of the day, I wanted it to work, but I also wanted him to like respect me because, you know, we wouldn't have to be reacquainted if you just would have did right the first time. And then comes the question, are you going to do right this time? Which the answer was no. <laughs> It was definitely no. Um, and just throughout my life, like meeting just different guys, like guy. So how do I explain this? So most guys really weren't attracted to me from the get-go. Um, it would take for them to get to know me to really be like, oh, but by the time they really got to know me, they had been messing with my friends, so it was just real sticky, like, oh, like, literally having guys, it's like, oh, I picked the wrong friend. Ah, thanks. I don't really think that makes me feel any much better, but whatever. And then also, too, I had guys who, they loved who I was. They loved how strong I was. They loved how I upheld myself. But when they got in a relationship with me, they expected me to be, you know, to essentially take the role on for them and that just wasn't something that I wanted to do like I wanted it to be a give and take I wanted it to be like hey like not everything falling on to me and typically I was the girlfriend that was making everything happen which was frustrating because again like I wasn't being fed um 
I wasn't being fed the way I wanted to be fed in that relationship. So with that, with that last relationship, it kind of led me on, it didn't kind of, it led me on to this self-love journey. And if you remember last week's episode, I talked about how we cannot self-care, self-love is therapy our, our way out of life. But, or however, during this relationship, I really had a moment where I was like, I really need to focus on myself and I really need to love myself because typically people can see when you don't love yourself. People can see when you are really just not feeling yourself. You're not really like confident and people. And unfortunately, the experience I've had in my life of I have met a lot of gaslighters and a lot of narcissists. And with that being said, because I had never done the work to actually love the person in the mirror, these gaslighters and these narcissists were able to just pounce on me and really get a hold of me. Like, okay, I know how to, I know how to get what I want out this woman. Like, I I know that. And to the point where, like, had me doing crazy silly stuff like had me feeling crazy had me feeling like everything was my fault which as I get more into therapy I've learned like I've had a lot of communication and interaction with gaslighters which in my 30s is not easy to learn about but like I always say you don't know what you don't know right so you can't beat yourself up you can't sit up here and say like, oh, um, well, I knew better, which I think internally I knew better, but I didn't know how to fix it because what I had, like I was doing everything that I was taught. And unfortunately, I never had a man to say, hey, Lisa, you don't have to do all of this. You know, I don't need all of this. It was always, okay, she going to give it to me. Let me take, 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 take. And then when I got to the point where I was miserable, now I'm the crazy woman, okay? So I do think I need to take responsibility for what I allowed. I also am very honest that, like, I just honestly thought that's how a relationship was. And if you're honest with yourself, you can have those conversations. You can have those conversations and be confident, be comfortable. Like, you know what? I really thought that that's how life was. I really thought that that's what a relationship looked like. I had never learned about boundaries. I had never learned about what a healthy relationship looks like. (sighs) That's a hard place to be. Okay. Because it's not easy. Like, even when I talk to people about relationships I had throughout high school and my earlier years in college, people are like, well, that stuff really wasn't normal. Um, Which, you know, I think we need to stop injecting our personal opinions because that might not have been normal for you and your family. But for me and my family, that was normal. Not saying it was healthy. But that could have been our normal. Again, it was probably a lack of boundaries and it was probably very unnormal. But for us, that's what normal had looked like. And we really have to stop injecting ourselves into other people's homes and situations. Like you're you're definitely allowed to have your opinion and you're definitely allowed to have your form of thoughts. But to look at somebody and say, well, that's just not normal you have to take a step back and say you know what typically it may not have been normal but in your life that may have been what normal looked like okay that is my tangent on that and I say that because so many times I've worked with younger people and I've worked with people my age and they always come to me feeling like so I tried to be open and I felt turned down because I didn't know what I didn't know And I don't like that for my people. Like, you should be able to be completely honest with yourself, which in turn will allow you to be honest with everybody else and be comfortable with what what your past consisted of. Because the thing about it is, like a person like me, I'm trying to be okay with my past. Like to the point where like, 
you can't say nothing about me because I done already addressed it, okay? So, with that being said, you know, we just got to be mindful of what and how we say it. And if you really don't know what to say to people, you know, just don't say nothing at all. You know, just listen. That's typically what people be needing. They be needing you to listen. So, that's my tangent. Just listen. So, when we come back, Let's dive a little deeper into how do we become one with love? Like, how do we get to that place of, okay, this is it. I'm going to put myself out there. And what if it's not just about that romantic love? Okay, I think that's a good question. So when we come back, we will definitely discuss that. Welcome back. Happy Monday. You are here. Total Entertainment Radio. This is the Healing She Got Faith show. You are now talking to Lily or She Got Faith. Okay, so we are talking about my lack of love life because we are in our new series. When you have a calling, you will be attacked. And we are talking about love because love month is right around the corner. So, one of the things that I talk about in my chapter titled, When You Have a Calling, You Will Be Attacked as Unworthiness. And feeling so unworthy, like not being able to go on a date, not being, um, like, I don't know, like the men that I had been with, like, just ashamed of who I was. And so, it just comes to a point where, like, I had to be extremely honest with myself. Like, I just didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel worthy of love from any aspect, like, the romantic aspect was a big part, but it led into other issues, other areas of my life that made me feel like I just wasn't worthy to have. Like in the chapter, I talk about how I had an opportunity um, with one of my supervisors and I just felt so unworthy to like even be in that presence but like the reality was i was doing what i had to do but other people have their internal issues happening and other people have their stuff going on and unfortunately like people project their problems onto us which you know i'm a social worker i'm also an empath so i genuinely think about other people and i genuinely think about where people are coming from. So a lot of times it's all like I take the blame for a lot of stuff. Well, okay, well, maybe I should have done this or maybe I should have done that or et cetera, et cetera. Like that instead of like being like, you know what, you're really talking to me crazy or you're not treating me the best and, you know, this is my position and you're treating me like I'm X, Y, and Z. And when you don't have worthiness, like people can read it, people can see it in your energy, people can see it in how you walk, how you dress, how you talk. Like, there are some days where I just dress up just so I can feel better. And I'm not one of those people that I like to dress up. I'm typically, I like to be comfortable and I'm pretty confident in my comfort. But like, sometimes I have to throw on makeup, I have to throw on a cute little dress with some boots and call it a day because. I just need that reminder of like, okay, Lisa, you that person, like you got this, like stop playing, put some respect on your name type stuff. So I have dealt with unworthiness for a long time, like just feeling unworthy of having a job, feeling unworthy of having, of getting a promotion, feeling unworthy of having friends unworthy of having a man unworthy even to the point where like feeling unworthy to be with my parents like you know my dad died when I was 15 and then my mom moved away so like even feeling like what what have I done that's so bad that like I'm just unworthy right so that's a lot of inner work that we have to be honest with ourselves about because life has a way of doing different things and life has a way of just showing us you know what we think and then it turning left you know <laughs> so you know and we have to just take the time to really feel like okay this happened but that doesn't determine my worth and we have to start doing a lot of self-work with being realistic because again we cannot self-care and self-love our way out of life like there are just gonna be times when you have a bad day when you're like okay this sucks. I really need to pick me up. 
I'm going to say it best today. I'm going to eat chocolate. Have y'all ever had like a real bad breakup? So like where you can't eat, you can't sleep. Like you're grieving that relationship or maybe it's the opposite. All you do is eat and sleep. And so your body starts to change. Your body's going to change anyway. But y'all get, get the point. Y'all get what I'm saying, right? And, and I liked when L.R. Wilson was on the show. That was episode 10. And she talked about how she was going through her divorce. And she was literally grieving the relationship. So a lot of times... People are like, oh, there's other fish in the sea. Oh, you need to be better. I don't do well with those type of people. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, let me cry. Let me eat my popcorn and ice cream. Like, I need to feel this pain. And I am at that point in my life where I need to feel what I'm feeling. I can no longer suppress and hold this stuff anymore. Like, I do not need people in my life that's like, we just got to move on and we just you know, it, it'll be other people. Yes, there will be other people. There are always other people. However, in these five minutes, let me cry. Let me throw a tantrum. Let me do what I need to do to get over it. Because what has happened in my life is I have held on to so much that I'm like a balloon right now. At any given moment, I can pop because I've never been comfortable or felt worthy enough to say what I have to say, which is why when I started to heal, I wrote my book, which is why I firmly believe I got this radio station because I was confident in all the work that I have done. And yes, I still have a long way to go, but nobody can take away what I have built for myself. And I think and I believe that we definitely need to check ourselves in there. And if you are that person that you don't like emotions, that's cool, but keep it to yourself. And if that your friend needs to be emotional, allow them to be emotional. Allow them to feel what they're feeling. Because a lot of us holding stuff in, and when it comes down to it, it is time for us to release. And we need to release to be better people. Again, you can't self-care your way out of life. Self-care is important, but it's not the only thing that's going to get you to where you need to be. Because at the end of the day, you need to feel your worth. And in order to feel your worth, you have to be honest with yourself. In order to be honest with yourself, you have to allow yourself to feel. It's a cycle. Because everything in life is a cycle. It's a cycle. And we need to allow ourselves to go in the cycle and to grow. I love seeing everybody here like this healing and i love seeing everybody here that is on this healing journey i love it i love it so much however let's make sure that we're doing it authentically and real just like the card said earlier because at the end of the day you are worth it you are worth that healing you are worth that finding a new person you are worth love you are worth that position you are and i want you to hear it I, like, I want you to hear that all the pain that you have experienced was not a waste. It was hurtful and it took a toll on you, but it was not a waste. And I want you to feel that. And I want you to know that it is true. Because so many of us are living in our heads telling us that life has been so bad and we are not worthy of what is next. And that's not right. That's not right. Because you are worthy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of whatever it is that you desire. Maybe it's not love. Maybe it's a new position. Maybe it's a house. Maybe it's a family. Maybe it's just you. My word for 2022 is self because I want to focus on myself. I want to invest in myself. I want to put that same energy that I'm putting into everybody else. I want to put it into me because I deserve it. All this love that I'm giving to everybody and anything around me, I deserve it. I, I told y'all what last week, I told y'all a couple times, like I've started to go to therapy twice a week. And when I started, my therapist was literally like, you need therapy twice a week because you don't have to pour anything into it. Therapy is pouring into you, Lisa. 
And that hit me so deep because it was true. I just show up to therapy and I lay everything on the table for her and we work through it. We dissect it. We literally break down everything I'm feeling. I can cry with her. I can cuss. I can be angry. I don't have to put on a facade. And guess what? I leave feeling refreshed and I leave with tools that I can put in my toolbox. And throughout the week when I haven't spoken to her, I have tools that I'm using. Okay? So... I want y'all to remember that, like, again, yes, we're talking about love, but it's more than just romantic love. It's more than just self-love. It's also about your worthiness. And I want us to start working on being intentional. And I want us to start working on what it is that we need out of life. Because so many of us have dreams that have gone to the wayside because we just haven't realized what it is that we need to get there. And I want us to get there, y'all. Like, Healing She Got Faith is going to be one of those communities where, like, people be like, oh, you part of Healing She Got Faith community? Oh, y'all out there doing the thing. Y'all doing that inner work. Y'all doing that self-work. Like, I promise y'all, we are changing the game on things. Like, I promise we are. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to take a break. Okay, because that was a little intense. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our worthiness. Welcome back. Happy Monday. You are here on Total Entertainment Radio. This is the Healing She Got Faith show, y'all. So before we left, it got a little intense because I just need y'all to know that y'all are worthy. And if you read chapter seven in my book, Everyone Has a Story, I talk a lot about worthiness and I talk a lot about what and why I got to that point. I think number seven, I mean, number seven, chapter seven is the longest chapter in my book. And it's all about love and worthiness and me walking into my, um, walking into my healing journey. Um, I talk a lot about turning my pain into passion. I always felt, and like I said earlier, I always felt like I was always being attacked. Um, I mean, like, honestly, I just the people that I had been around, um, I always kind of felt like anytime that I really loved something, I was always tested. So whether that was a job, whether that was a man, whether that was a project, whether that was a home, a best friend, I always felt like I was supernaturally at war with something. Okay. Some people say it was the devil. Some people say it was the enemy. Some people say it was myself. Um, nevertheless, I've always felt that I was at war with something. And that was very hard to deal with because when it is supernatural and you can't see it, that's a different type of war to be won. Okay? And... A lot of that turned into me turning my pain into passion. And so in one of the paragraphs I read in chapter seven, it said, for so long, I was trying to tell God the formula of what my relationship was going to look like, what my spouse was going to be like, and who my husband had to be. I had it all set up with no man in sight. I would tell people that we were going to be married after four months of dating. Then I would also say that we were going to be together for 10 years before we got married. I sounded confused because I was confused. I was making all these plans with no option to choose from. I wanted to be like those people who have been with their partners for years or those people who knew they met their spouse at first sight. Child, I was confused. And I, and I sounded confused when I spoke. And in this particular paragraph, I'm specifically talking to it about talking about a man but I want to be clear and honest with you that was throughout my life it wasn't just a man that was my work life that was my spiritual life even when I talked about a relationship with God it was still very confusing through my whole point of that paragraph was throughout the whole life system whatever I was telling God what it was that I needed what it was that I vision. I was telling God what he should have done for me. Okay. Which we can be honest with God. We can be very blunt. I, I am one of those people like I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing when it comes to my life. 
But if you keep reading in the chapter, the ultimate lesson was I settled. I settled for everything. I settled for anything that came my way. I had no standards. I had no boundaries. So whatever was given to me, I was taking it, which no. Because again, it goes back to that worthiness. We are worthy. We are worth so much than what we give ourselves credit for. And I think that is the point of it all. We are worth so much than what we give ourselves credit for. Whether it's love, whether it's the family, whether it's that, whatever. Um, I also go into, with the no setting boundaries, I talk about because I had always done so much for everybody else that I didn't even have an own hobby. So if I go back and look at that, I didn't even feel worthy of having a hobby that I could enjoy. Something that I love to do, I didn't know. What did that look like? Coloring, dancing, writing, whatever it is. I had no idea what it was, right? All of this comes around full circle, right? And if you're in therapy or if you're in the social service industry, you could probably see how I'm starting to make connections within my life and how it affected some, like, another part of my life, okay? It is very hard to be in that position because a lot of times we realize that we did things a certain way because of a connection we made from another aspect or another situation, okay? The reason why I have no boundaries is because of something that happened to me in my childhood, okay? I'm learning that in therapy right now. The reason why I love the way I do is because of something that happened to me along the way before I got here, which is why I say in this episode, we are really cracking down on this love thing, okay? We all have a love for something, someone, whatever. But the reason why we do things is because of what has happened to us in the past because of situations and experiences that we have witnessed. And like I said, if you're in therapy or if you are in the social service, you can see where we're making connections as to why we do things the way we do. Like I said before, we don't know what we don't know. And that's the part that sucks. So we can be hard on ourselves. We can be drastic. And put ourselves in the positions to where we're not worthy, we are miserable, or we can start connecting the dots and say, okay, I, now I see why I do what I do. Now I see why my dating life has been this way. Now I see why my work life has been this way. Now I see this. And it's almost like when you, like going back to the beginning of the show, when we talked about um, like 2022 is the year where we're going to make things happen. I really feel like this is the year where we're leveling up because we are starting to make those connections. We are starting to realize the things that we didn't realize before, which I love so much, y'all. I really and truly do. I love that so much for us because I envision, I envision a world where we don't have to suffer in silence. I envision a world where we can sit with ourselves we can heal and still be human i think that's the biggest thing that i want to get through is we are human and we're allowed to feel these things we're allowed to be that person we're allowed to have that moment okay so we're gonna take one last break and when we come back we're gonna wrap up y'all and i want y'all to think about it while we're on break Think about what is it that you love and what comes to mind when you think about February. Think about that. And when we come back, we'll discuss it. Back. Wow. This episode went by so fast. I wonder if it went fast for y'all because literally as I'm recording this, I'm like, this turned into something I didn't even think it was going to turn into. Okay. I'm doing all this prepping for this episode and it, it went a whole different direction. <laughs> That's my life. Anyways. Um, 
what is it that comes to mind when you think about love? For me, it is honestly the energy that I pour out to the world. My life quote is love you the way you love the world. And for me, that simply means like all the energy and all the effort I'm putting into every and anything around the world, I just need to put it back into me. I have sacrificed my life and I have sacrificed myself for so many other things. And as I said before, I am just depleted. I'm completely done for, okay? And I'm at a place in my life where I want to do for me, which is why my word for the year of 2022 is self. Like, I'm going to do things that make me happy. I'm going to do things that excite me. I'm going to do things that take me to the next level. I am going to level up this year, okay? Um, And I have an awesome team. And if my team is listening, like, I love y'all so much because my team has poured into me and my team has really put me in a position to where I am extremely ready to just move forward, okay? So anyways, um, and I want, I want that for you all too. Like, I want that for my listeners. I want that, you know, as we enter in February, if you are single or divorced or just really hurt by love, I want you to look at February 14th a different way. Like, think of it as a day that you pour into yourself. Don't look at it as like all these couples being pregnant, married, everybody has what you don't have. Think about it like this, honey. You can do for you the way you've done for other. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I want the roses, the I love yous, the hearts. I want that, okay? But if I don't get it, it's not going to kill me. But I can be honest and say, yeah, one day I do want that. I want to experience that. Maybe it won't be on February 14th. But maybe it will happen this year because I'm doing, I'm focusing on myself, okay? But just because it's happening for your friends and not for you don't mean that it won't ever happen for you. If you have to, take the time to do it yourself. You know, whether that's giving yourself a bubble bath, maybe taking yourself out to a five-star restaurant, maybe getting some girlfriends together. Um, My best friend that I have a podcast with, one year we did a Valentine's Day weekend. We did a staycation. And all weekend, we did stuff as best friends and we celebrated ourselves because we needed that. Because we were at a point where, like, we were trying to figure out, like, like, what's going on with us? What's wrong? What is it? Okay? So... Think about that and just think about what you could do. If you are a couple, pour life into your single friends. Pour into your friends and not saying like, oh, it'll happen for you or, oh, I'm wishing you the best. No, no, no. Like speak life into them. Like you are gorgeous. You are handsome. You are the bomb.com. You do X, Y, and Z. Like pour life into them. Let them know that you see them. Let them know that they're they're worthy enough. Like just speak into them. You know, I'm blessed that I have a couple friends who are married and I'm cool with with the husband and the wives and they literally speak life into me even even the husbands like literally like oh sis you doing your thing or oh sis I'm just checking on you hey do you need anything start pouring back into your to your friends you know and then you know if you have friends who have kids you know check on those friends and see if they need anything offer to take their kids somewhere Buy their kids something from the dollar store. Give mom and dad or mom or dad just a five-minute break so they can enjoy it too. You know, so many of us have so much going on and we really just need that support system to really pull up and let us know like what it is that we're doing. So I definitely encourage you all to do that as well. So a couple housekeeping you all, um, I'll put a couple books in that I'll be reading reading from later today. So you all might know I have my online Healing She Got Faith bookshop. So be sure to check that out. That's bookshop.org slash shop slash Healing She Got Faith. Also, too, Everyone Has a Story is still on sale. We still have bundles left. So you go to healingshegotfaith.org slash shop. And you can get your bundle. The bundle includes a novel, a planner, and a guided journal. So do not miss out on that. Um, I'll leave a link 
be sure to join our intention sessions. Uh, we will be doing a cohort, which if you're part of the co cohort, you'll you'll have access to a lot of free resources and a lot of just activities and social events that we will be putting on. But you'll only get the perks if you join the cohort. So be on the lookout for that. Um, let me go ahead and read to you. So I have been reading a lot of Pierre Alex Genty. Um, he's a poet. His books are phenomenal. So this is from a book called Apologies That Never Came. This book is so good, y'all. Like if you need apologies in your life, like if there, if you have been extremely hurt, this book, you need to read it. I'm gonna definitely put the link in the show notes so that you can get it. So this is on page 54. It says, I am so sorry that you had to let go when all you wanted to do was hold on. I am sorry that you had to sprint forward, leaving what you thought would always be behind you. Woo! Yeah, this book, he did his thing with this book. But because this is mostly kind of like sad and of course it's like apologetic, I did get his other book and I'm I'm actually reading two books by him right now. Um, This one is called In Love With You. This is Pierre. I think it is. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Because now I just confused myself. It is by him. Okay. So this is actually in the first page. I'm not going to read the whole poem, but it is called Inspired. Um, and this book is called In Love With You. It says, you came in and blew down the walls around my heart, showed me how to be vulnerable. Even from the start of our conversations, I knew there was nothing missing. I saw beauty I had never known swimming in your eyes, and that is when I knew that one day I would make you my wife. Here you are, loving me, being the type of woman who helps me discover the better me. Yeah, in this book, I literally put, I am manifesting that, honey, because yes, yes, like that is what it's all about. Like, and not just in a love aspect, but in a community aspect, like we are doing that, okay? So I'm gonna catch y'all next Monday at 3 p.m. Central on Total Entertainment Radio. Yeah, we are in this thing forever, okay? Love you the way you love the world. Remember to celebrate you. Remember you are worthy. You are enough. You are it. Whatever it is that you need, you are it. And I'm telling you this. And if anybody questions you, you send them to Lily because Lily gonna tell them, okay? But yes, I love y'all. I want y'all to celebrate you. We, you know, we made it through January. And the next time I see you, it's going to be February. So happy February. And we end this thing. 2022 is your year. Okay. Love you the way you love the world. I'm going to catch y'all later. Bye.